Hey guys, so uh, man, today we're going to address the church and its involvement, especially in uh, a topic that is really hot right now in our current context. Um, it's the whole decision of maybe Roe v. Wade being turned back. And so I think we as the church uh, get another opportunity. God's given us a layup, right, to speak to it. And so, Antoine, I want you to start us off. And what what is what do you believe the church should be doing in light of that maybe being re, like brought back and then pushed to the states, um, which, it, as you guys know, that talks about it. It's all about abortion, right? And should that be legalized? And so, what is the church? How how should the church engage at this moment? Yeah, um, tough, tough. It's a tough, tough uh, topic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part of me that wants to pull, for me personally, pull away from the political space mm. and more into the church space. Mm-hmm. So what I'd rather start with is how does the church fight for life in this context mm-hmm. is, the, mm-hmm. is the question. Yeah. And is the political arena the way to fight for that life? Good question. The only way or the best way mm-hmm. or not. And um, I think if we allow ourselves to think about that in those terms, what it might do is de-emphasize the sense of desperation for needing to fight for the, the lives of children mm. um, in the womb in the only in the only one arena, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because right now it feels like we're putting all of our chips mm. for the fight for life in the womb in the political arena. Wow. And I wonder if there could point. be some chips there. Yeah. But I wonder if there's other ways, right? And and how else mm. can we stem the tide mm. of people making choices about their their um about their pregnancies. Mm-hmm. You know, we the the opposing view to pro life is pro choice and 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 there's a part of me that wonders well how do I help you choose life? Mm. Can can the church participate in ways that affect our community mm. so that they choose life, mm. that it is their choice, mm-hmm. right? And in this American context, that will lead to the political turnaround. It's mm. supposed to be anyway, right? The concept yeah. that the majority the majority is, is what rules. So can you change the heart and mind of the majority in, by some other way um, in addition to fighting for the political space where you can make make progress there Mm -hmm. and have conversation there. And the last piece I'll say about it is it's really tough because we don't have consensus. Mm -hmm. Everybody's not, everybody's not starting from the same space Mm -hmm. by everybody. I mean the, the, the typical conservative community versus the pro-life argument and the pro-choice argument. Mm -hmm. When does life begin? When is it, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really hard to, it's hard to come up with solutions centered around life when those Mm -hmm. definitions by the two parties having a conversation aren't settled. Yeah. So again, Maybe, maybe the political arena isn't the best or only place mm-hmm. for us to fight for life in the womb. How, how else can we do it? And and can we be creative about that and think long term? You yeah. know about yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, we yeah. I, f- I feel like we uh, are in a place um, where scripture we know clearly um, we should be pro life. Mm. We are pro life, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I think like Antoine was saying, um, what else can we do to ensure 
um, that it's not just pro-birth, especially from an African-American perspective. Mm. Is it just pro-birth or are we pro-life? Mm. Um, are we womb to the tomb? Yeah, so or are we just womb? Like Antoine was saying, um, example, uh, when I pastored in Grand Prairie, we worked with an a organization called the Grand Prairie Pregnancy Center. And um, when the girls would go to the pregnancy center, they would think, like when they would look it up online or whatever, they would think for some reason it was an abortion clinic. Mm. But it's really a Christian organization called Grand Prairie Pregnancy Center, right? Mm. So when they would get there, um, they would show the girls, they would give free sonograms, um, um, let the girls know, uh, hey, if, if, if you choose to keep this baby, we're going to walk with you the mm. entire way. Mm -hmm. We're going to help you. Gotcha. And, and so they would get our church involved. So they would say, hey, we have some girls that are here and even their boyfriends have come. Do you have a young adult ministry, right? That would help them. A lot of times they're younger. Um, these are younger, uh, young girls that can help them bring them into mm. a space where they can talk and know that they have help. And I think that's just, I think that's the tension. Yeah. I think that's what we're dealing with. Um, do we just want people to spit out babies and then they're in prison mm. uh, 18 years later? Mm. Are we are we are, are we just doing this because we just um, want control? What's what's the scripture? We know again that we are pro life, but just looking at the whole narrative, how are we helping after the baby is born? Mm -hmm. How are we helping right. the girl? Mm -hmm. How are we helping the father? How are we helping the baby? Mm -hmm. You know, and so those are just some of my thoughts on on the the whole Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I think I think both of y'all hit hit the issue in that. The options that are presented on the table from in our political arena for Christians, those cannot be the only two options. Mm. Oh, that you talked about pro mm. pro life, not really meaning pro birth, but being wound to tune. Antoine, you talked about it being like, hey, let's let's look at what other options we can have mm. how to kind of have a more comprehensive nature of things. And I think that it does go to just being intentional about. Just because the culture, the world, everybody else wants to say like, hey, you should just be able to do what you want to do mm -hmm. and then you can take this way. I think that there has to be intentional effort on re-educating ourselves, other people, those that call themselves followers of Christ and to know mm -hmm. that, okay, look, God set things up to where sex outside of marriage is wrong in any form. Mm -hmm. So, okay, we established that. So, okay, when I, if, if I find myself in a situation where I have voluntary involuntary, involuntarily had sex, now we have a baby. I'm like, so, so now there's a life involved. Mm -hmm. So this is not a, a haphazard thing of, well, mm -hmm. I can't see a heartbeat. I'm like, like, no, let's not look at it from culture. Like Psalm 139 talks about how in the womb, God, in that secret place, God mm -hmm. is there. Mm -hmm. So from conception. So help, help people understand that. This is already a life. You know what? If somebody wouldn't have thought that about you, you wouldn't be here. I think that's the argument that we have to look at sometimes too. And that let's not try to make this thing so far off. But like somebody gave you the chance to live. You might know how hard it was for your parents. It's not just going to be easy. But now that there's a life here, let's look at making godly decisions from here. And so, okay, if 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 the baby is not wanted, mm -hmm. there there's adoption. Let's talk about that. I mean, and I think oh, when we talked about the pregnancy center there in Grand Prairie, getting into the fray because I think so much of it does come back to, man, 
if I don't have an abortion, I don't have what it takes. I'm not going to have help. Mm-hmm. And I think so much about what Jesus shows in loving people is about them having help where they are, meeting a need right where they are, mm-hmm. and then helping them from there understand that the kingdom of God is able to do some transformative things. The kingdom, we we understand that there might be some sin, some wrongdoing, some left field type action, but but God specializes in hitting straight licks with crooked sticks, as mm-hmm. old school people talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. just being more willing to. I'll end with this. I have a, a longtime uh, family friend on my dad's side. So she was she was raped, uh, made the decision to to keep the baby. And I mean, man, just beautiful girl, loves her, loves her. I mean, all of that would have been missed if she would have made a different decision, which would have been maybe a legal thing, even probably for some an emotional thing to do because she didn't have herself in a position to have a baby, but she found herself there. Mm-hmm. But I have to believe that God, using her parents, people around her, understood that, look, there's going to be some help. We're going to walk with you through mm-hmm. this. And God was able to take a situation that had to be heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. But now, but there's a life. The God controls life. God, mm-hmm. no matter what people say, God's the one that allows a human being to be formed in the womb. Mm-hmm. So that that's a special person from, from God. Yeah. And so there's a responsibility to, man... I need to honor the Imago Day. Mm-hmm. I need to try to, like, how can I get this on track in alignment with what God wants now that we're here? Yeah, yeah. Man, wow. and I think to understand that, mm. man, this this is near and dear to God's heart, right? Like, mm. and so for us to um, address and have conversations with others, especially around you know, especially when you hear Roe v. Wade that already mm-hmm. has some kind of connotation <laughs> and that kind of can drift you and pull you out of what you should be about, which is ambassadors right. of Christ, we could miss out what God is doing uh, even in the midst of right. uh, this really hard circumstance that our country's in. And and I think the only thing I would add is um, if this is to be repealed, it that's not our hope. Right. Like our hope is in Christ that's alone. Right. Come right. On, and and like that's where all we should put all our chips into that. Like that that's is it. what that's it. at the end is going to heal our land. Yeah. Right. And so the sin and those who want to sin, it doesn't matter if it's legal or illegal, mm-hmm. they're gonna find other ways. I mean, exactly. I'm hearing I'm hearing crazy like at home kits abortions yeah. like are now being put out by some pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Like it's just gonna push innovation and push people to do things that they probably never imagined they would, they would do for the sake of continuing on a, on a sin situation, which goes back to, again, it's, it's a gospel matter. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so therefore let's not deviate and get distracted from what we're called to be, which is ambassadors of Christ. Anything as you would add before we close? Yeah. I love, I love the idea of, 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 of uh sort of depolitized it's tough to say that yeah it's such a it's it's legal but you know so much of what what christ calls us to gets Mm co-opted as the means not the end Mm. we like to use christ and his things to get what we want Mm -hmm. and sometimes in this conversation um the christian mandate uh and ideas are really mechanisms for power not in gains in themselves and so um again we have to recognize that people have that distrust in the church to believe that that's what this conversation sometimes is about this isn't about babies they might say Mm -hmm. this is about you wanting power you wanting control Mm -hmm. um and um 
And we have to recognize that for some, for some people, it is exactly that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that we have to reckon with that amidst this conversation yeah. uh, as well. Again, it goes back to what we were talking about in the, in the other um, conversation we were having. There's a trust factor with mm -hmm. these really tough, complicated conversations that we, the church, need to develop with society to say, hey, we're not against you. We're for you. Uh, we're about love altogether. Mm -hmm. And how do we communicate that? Yeah. Um, Oscar, you said that Jesus is the hope of the world. I still believe the local church is the hope of the world. Amen. Uh, Amen. Amen. And um, whichever way this goes, God has the power to change hearts. Mm -hmm. and what, 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 what bills and paper can't do, mm -hmm. God can do. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I would just say um, Jesus still has placed us here to disciple these very young ladies and men mm -hmm. that are making these choices. And so if we can do that, we only have to worry about, like you said, they're going to, they're going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. They're going to figure out a way. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think we, we, we put our hope in Christ and, and become those real disciples um, to these, to these ladies um, to where they can make God choices and decisions. I think to piggyback on what Oza said, we have to remember that, our hope is not in the pen. Our hope is not in a donkey or in an elephant, but we have Amen. a hope in Jesus who yeah. is who is a lamb. There is a, a meekness, a strength under control mm -hmm. that it has to be used at some time. So maybe some some strategy, but also, I mean, but he's a lion as well. I mean, sometimes there has to be maybe just some outright, I am not going to fold on mm -hmm. this, but that if God has spoken on it and we know what the truth is, then it's just up to us to to live that out. Mm -hmm. And I and I get that maybe I don't have all the answers, maybe it's difficult, but if God has spoken on it and I'm and I'm saying I'm living in allegiance to him, then that's what I'm going to land on. Mm -hmm. And we've got to just be willing to remember that's our hope. He will help us navigate how to love people the way that he would desire.